Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. and happy Valentine's Day and welcome to my debut show of Living Astrology where we're tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom. You know, there are two key words in in my opening there that I really want to hit home with you guys today. The first one is magic and the second one is practical. Um, First, a little bit about me. Most of you who are tuned in right now probably know I'm a Gemini. So, of course, that comes along with two of everything. So I have to have two words, of course, that are my hallmarks. The first one, magic, is the one that I really love living my life by. To me, the world is a magical place, Uh, from the grass to the trees to the birds to the water to the air even. Everything about life on this beautiful planet is magical. And, of course, to me the ability to look into an astrology chart and to see your personal life map is simply magical as well. And um, all of that magic is just wonderful, but it opens up the doorway for the practical to enter in. For what use is magical knowing if I can't put it to work somewhere in your life or even in my own life? I know that there's a bit of a stigma out there in the world about astrology, mainly from scientific types who kind of poo-poo its meaningfulness. But I can tell you from experience that astrology is the most mystical and magical and practical of sciences with far-reaching benefits for everyone. And, you know, a little bit about me, because some of you may not even know who I am. Um, I am a mother of four and a grandmother to six, and they are some of the most magical creations in my life and I even get a little emotional even thinking about having that kind of family around me Um, but as they all got as my kids started to grow up I realized that something else needed to come up out of my life and it was kind of a funny magical experience that brought me into astrology and it came through one of my kids, my uh, one of my younger sons, when he was about 10 years old. And um, I share that story on my website uh, for everybody to read. But in part, it comes like this. I had gone to college uh, after I had my four kids. Go figure. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, but I decided to go to college, and I'm studying biology and chemistry. Um, I thought I would like to be 
a, uh, a biology teacher. And so I'm at school, and eventually some things happened in my family, and school became a thing of the past as I ended up out in the work world. But one day my son brings home um, a book to me. And, you know, you have to know, I'm really a fairly practical, down-to-earth person. Pluto and Virgo, or Pluto and Moon in Virgo, to me, spells practical. But there's still that magical piece that always seems to show up in my life, and it showed up in the form of this book. And I mean to tell you, that book, uh, it was like I was living in the world of practical magic. As it... uh, shows up through my son who found it at a garage sale. He liked it because it had crystals on it. So he said, here, Mom, I know you're going to like this book. But I didn't have time, right? I got four kids, a full-time job. I'm busy. So I put the book on, on the bookshelf and said, yep, I will, I will get to reading it as soon as I find the time. And before I know it, the time goes by. A couple days later, that book is on the floor in my living room. And I... I thought that was odd, but, you know, I had dogs and cats and kids, so maybe it just fell off the bookshelf, so I put the book back. To make a long story short, that book ends up making a journey to one day it shows up on my bed, and when I moved it aside, asked the entire family who did it, none of them confessed, and I went, this is just so strange. I leave the room, and I come back, and that book is now on my bed and opened up. What was I supposed to think? I mean, really, I'm this practical, down-to-earth gal, and now this book is doing magical things in my house. Um, And so I finally decide, well, maybe I should take a look at it. And it turns out it was a book about Chiron, which I'd never heard of before, but it's a planet that had been discovered somewhere around 1977. And so the book is an astrology book. And so now I'm fascinated I sit down, I completely finished that book that night. And what I discover is that I'd apparently done astrology before, somewhere in some lifetime, because an uh, an entire world, an entire science opened up to me as if all I did was tap into something and it downloaded to my brain. And so that, to me, was one of the most magical experiences But it had a very practical purpose in that I realized that astrology is a tool. And it's a very powerful tool that can help people um, find out what's going on in their lives, answer some of their most fundamental life questions. And um, from that, I began to study astrology. Not in the usual way, like going to school or to... uh, you know, a certification program or anything like that. But, of course, the Internet, this was about, like, 2002, 2003. And so the Internet was still sort of developing, and and, uh, yet there were a lot of sites online about astrology. And so I started doing research. And before you knew it, I was doing readings for people. And what was even more magical is that I was getting constant validation that what I was saying to people was true. And, and it was practical uh, information for them for, to to carry on with their lives and to overcome their challenges and so forth. So that brings me to today and what I want to do with this particular uh, radio show, Living Astrology. Because as you can sort of see from my story, I don't just study it or talk about it. I actually live it. 
and I invite my listeners to live astrology with me through my radio show and through your interactions with me. And by the way, there are a couple of different ways that you can interact with me during this radio program. Um, Actually, there are three ways. Uh, The first way is to scroll down just a little bit below the window where the video player is, and you'll see a chat screen. And so if you have a question or you want to interact with me in some way, you can uh, type your question in there. There's also a call-in number, and that call-in number is 877-296-0345. But here's one caveat to that, is it's very difficult for me to answer personal astrology information for you because I'll also need your birth date, birth time, birth place, and that requires me entering in information. So I was hoping to refrain from doing too much of that today especially. But if you have uh, a general question about astrology, please feel free to either call in or uh, type your answer or your question into the chat line. But each month I am going to dedicate one show to just listening to my callers and to answering the questions that come in. And that first show uh, that will be like that is on February 28th. So in the meantime, I sort of envision myself as the astrological equivalent of Dear Abby, uh, only I call myself Dear Astro. So to that end, I set up an email box for you to ask your either general questions or personal questions, and that is at dearastro at living-astrology.com. And in that one, if you have personal questions, definitely ask them there. But remember, I'm going to need some key pieces of information from you, your birth date, your birth place, and the birth time as closely as you can get it for me, preferably from your birth certificate. But if for some reason your birth certificate doesn't have that information, uh, get me as close as possible to that. And um, that, again, the first show that that will be done on is coming up February 28th. Okay, so I'm going to move into a segment that I want to do each week that's called What's Up in the Sky? An Astrological and Astronomical View of the Heavens. So I'm going to start with the astronomical first because, of course, the big news this week is that asteroid 2012 DA-14 is passing very close to the Earth tomorrow, Um, February 15th at 11.24 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And when I say it's going to be a close flyby, listen to some of the stats here. It's going to pass 17,200 miles from the surface of the Earth. Now think about it in this term. The geosynchronous satellites that we have in orbit around the Earth right now are out at 22,000 miles. So this particular asteroid is passing in between the geosynchronous satellites and the Earth. Now compare that to the moon, and what you see is the moon is 239,000 miles away from us. So this one is indeed a very close call. The asteroid itself is approximately 131 feet wide, and the diameter is approximately half the size of a football field. So essentially, it is the same size as the asteroid that hit Tunguska, Siberia in 1908 and flattened miles of forest in Siberia. Um, The asteroid will be moving in the sky from the south toward the north, and it will be visible from parts of Europe, Africa, Asia, and most of Australia 
where it will be uh, just before dawn on Saturday morning that they get to see it. But unfortunately for us here in the western U.S. or in the U.S. at all, uh, it's going to be invisible. We won't get to see it. It'll be daylight. So the next uh, astronomical thing happening in the sky is the planet Mercury. It's going to be visible on Saturday the 16th at sunset, very low on the western horizon in the sky. So look for a little pink pinpoint of light low in the western horizon and you'll be connecting with Mercury. And this will be one of the last times you'll be able to see it until after it turns retrograde and moves direct in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk more about that next week's show. Venus can also be seen low on the southeastern horizon at sunrise in the morning. Uh, Mars is, has become invisible as it's now moved behind the sun, so we, even though we can connect energetically with Mars, we cannot even see it right now. Jupiter is viewed high in the southern sky in the evenings um, and sets around 2 o'clock in the morning in the northwestern sky. And Saturn rises in the east around midnight and is visible all the way until sunrise. And, you know, to me that's part of the magic of our universe as well, that I can connect visually with these planets in the sky and understand that they also have a meaning in somebody's astrology chart. Truly another one of those little magical things. Now in the astrological this week, the main news uh, is that Jupiter, uh, the planet of growth, and expansion is in Gemini, and it is squaring, which means it's in a challenging 90-degree angle relationship to the planets Mars, Mercury, Chiron, and Neptune, all in the sign of Pisces. So watch out, people. We're going deeper. Gemini is a sign of communication, and it has a sort of light-hearted, more superficial type of energy, and Pisces is deep. It is... Um, swimming in the depths of the ocean, and it's very emotional. So my expectation is that for the next week or two while this is occurring, we're going to, you know, have some emotional um, things to be working on and that other people are going to be wanting to go deep instead of just being superficial. And today we have the moon in Aries. What a wonderful, exciting placement for the moon for Valentine's Day. It makes for a very passionate, sexy, and emotional energy. Um, as we move into the weekend, the moon moves into sensual Taurus, another awesome placement for uh, Valentine's Day weekend. I'm guessing nine months from now, there's going to be quite a few births. As we begin the work week, the moon moves into communicative Gemini, and that's uh, where the moon will encounter uh, Jupiter and possibly be the trigger for emotional communication between people. So make sure as we get into the early work week, if things seem a little odd in your workplace or at school or in your family, it's possibly because the moon is triggering some emotional in, uh, information coming from each person. And then next week when we meet again, the moon will be in Cancer. Very emotional. But the biggest astrological news for this week, uh, and also in, falls in line with the subject of our talk today, is that Saturn... The planet of duty and responsibility, it is turning retrograde, and that will happen on February 18th. It starts at 11 degrees Scorpio and remains retrograde until the 7th of July. And basically retrograde just means that from our standpoint here on Earth, it appears that the planet 
uh, is going backwards. Not necessarily truly going backwards, but any time that there is a planet that is retrograde, I like to call it a case of the re-rees, where we're redoing, reevaluating, etc. Uh, which this brings me to the topic of our show today. Saturn is in the sign of Scorpio. And that particular setup is one that is triggering our core um, issues. And Saturn moved into Scorpio in October, and it will be here in Scorpio until December of 2014. And so what we have is an extended period of time for us to dig to the depths of ourselves and to um, really fundamentally dig up the things that have been standing in our way and let them go. And so this brings me to uh, my guest today, who is an expert in this kind of work. And so uh, I would like to bring on uh, Cornelia. So today it is my honor and delight to introduce to you my dear friend, Cornelia Dengel. She is a source-guided transformational life empowerment coach specializing in emotional processing and guiding you into self-acceptance. She is a higher consciousness teacher in the new paradigm of conscious co-creation, a self-love activist, speaker, and host of the radio show Expressing You here on the Authentic You Radio Network. Cornelia's passion is to ignite the spark within you, empowering you to be who you came here to be, and awakening you to your own connection to source. Welcome, Cornelia. Thank you, Janet. It's lovely to be here, and congratulations to you. You just took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the same to you. Congratulations to you for your debut on this show. And I just want to say this, that there isn't anyone that I know that knows you, um, and then even the unseen beings and the magical beings and everybody is celebrating that you're um, coming out with this living astrology the practical astrology and how to use astrology in the new. And it, we're just all celebrating this because um, it's a wonderful tool. As you know, personally, I love to use astrology as a tool and to look at things to understand what's going on um, as a tool to help to help me when I'm when I'm stuck on something. So thank you so much for for, for doing this and offering this platform for people to, um, to learn and uh, use astrology in their life. Oh, thank you, Cornelia. And, you know, we've been talking today about the different planets and the things they're doing in the sky, but the main feature was Saturn and the fact that uh, in Scorpio it is sort of dredging up things, what I call core issues. And um, you are also dealing with things like this from an emotional end. And so I just wondered if maybe, you know, from your standpoint, if you could talk to us a little bit about what core issues are or uh, what are core wounds, as you might call them? Okay. Well, that's a really good question. So there are really only um, a handful of core wounds that we as humanity all have in common. And the core wounds are this. Abandonment issues, betrayal issues, not worthy, feeling not worthy, not good enough issues, Separation from source. Shame. Shame is the lowest one. It's the lowest vibrational core wound. Um, 
And feeling victimized. Mm -hmm. Victimized is also um, another core wound. So those are the core wounds that um, that we all have, and there there's a couple more, and um, but but those are generally the core wounds, and and really the core wounds. What does that mean? What is a core wound? You know, a core wound is when you when you get to the place of to the core of something, so that you can um, really understand and transmute whatever that 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 part is. Like for instance, if you're um, dealing with a um, betrayal um, issue in your life where you're feeling betrayed. And if you really track that and identify that in your life that, you know, and, and there's 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 something that's playing out there and you really track that, that you're feeling betrayed, you can get to the core wound of betrayal and clear that out of your field. Because really when it comes down to it, every event is basically neutral. You know, we're basically neutral. And, and, and whenever there's a core wound that's coming up, Janet, it always, always, always is something from your past that is asking you to take a look at it so that you can heal it, reclaim it, and step into wholeness with it. Because, like I said, every event is basically neutral. And whenever we get triggered by something in our in our life, by um, a situation, by a person, by an event, Whenever we get triggered, there's always a gift in it for us. Right. And you see, in in astrology, those same core issues show up in the sign of Scorpio. And, of course, uh, you know, that is one of those things that is sort of magical about astrology is that the ability to sort of tune in to what is that personally uh, meaning for that particular individual. Now, I know that you... Uh, work with people to sort of overcome these. You know, through astrology, I can help people identify what some of those issues are, what the challenges might be, and sort of what their pathway is through it. But you do a technique that I believe you call emotional processing. And I want you to tell the listeners a little bit about that and how how do you set about to uh, overcome a core issue once you've identified it? Emotional processing is a technique that is free, for everyone to use so that they can claim and repower and empower themselves into wholeness. And the emotional processing technique, um, people can get this on my website at corneliadengel.com. Um, there's an article there under emotional processing, um, actually Emotions 101. There's a, there's a technique under emotional processing. And what the emotional processing is, it's a self-investigative um, process. So, again, when when there's something that happens in your life, let's just say let's just say um, you lose your job. Yeah, and so the one. person is really upset, right? They're they're really really upset because they just lost their job. They don't know how they're going to pay their rent. They don't know what they're going to do. They're they're completely upset. So the, the 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 first thing to do is to know that there is a reason for this. There there is a reason for this happening, and the first thing to do is to process. And so then you sit down and you go, what is this about? What am I feeling here? And then you're going to go into the deep core investigation of what this brings up for you. Like, for instance, I, I you know, what, what this is about is that I lost my job. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel like I, I, I feel like I, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. What else does this bring up for you? It, it might bring up a security issue. 
um, the more that you investigate these feelings and identify what these feelings are and, and bring that up to the surface, that is where the healing takes place. And that's why emotional processing, uh, really honoring the feelings that um, any any event, any triggers that gives you to really honor that process. Because that, through that, once you process those feelings and, and honor that, um, I can guarantee you that the situation will resolve itself. You will find um, things will just turn out and things will magically, synchronistically turn out, you know, for the better. Right, and, you know, and I've heard you say this many times, but, you know, the idea behind us clearing and getting through all of this uh, is to become emotionally neutral, right, so that we can feel peace and joy. Right. We can get back to because the Because that's really our destination, right? Our destination yeah. is being emotionally just happy. You know, I always say to people, if you're not, you know, your number one important job is that you feel good all the time. Yay. And yeah, if you're not absolutely. feeling good, then identify why you're not feeling good and then sit and dive into those feelings. Sit and dive in so that you can investigate what this is about for you and right. you can clear right. some of these things that are always an emotional undercurrent. See, because that's the problem. A lot of people, they, they live in their head and they, they try to do, you know, affirmations or positive thinking. But if you, if they don't have this emotional piece, if they're not feeling good, there's always like this undercurrent going on that is not being acknowledged. And that's so important, that acknowledgement. Um, feeling that feeling and understanding that it's okay, it has its place. Um, because the more that we try to not feel it, the more it comes back at us. Um, well, it's going to be, be replayed over and over and over again. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Cornelia, give me an idea of what you're working on now. I know you have some really cool things happening, but what are you actually doing now? What's got you really excited? Well, I, I'm actually doing um, several uh, several different um, projects. Uh, I, the, the work that I'm really, really passionate about and that's really showing up right now is I do a lot of work with men. And I do um, uh, an experience, really, that was downloaded and designed for men. It's called the core experience. And and what that is is because, see, our men, the men in in our society, they've been conditioned to not feel their feelings. They've been conditioned to, you know, be a man, be strong, and not, not, not feel. So they're the ones right now, actually, that are having a really, really hard time at this, in this new paradigm, in this new day and time. So I do... Um, uh, a lot of work with men on the core experience, and it's a one-month program that teaches men how to feel and really go in. For women, it's a little bit easier than it is for men because women, you know, they, they're more in, in contact with their feelings because women are naturally built that way. But for men, um, it's, it's a little bit more challenging. So I get the men to go inside, inside of themselves, giving them permission 100% to feel everything and um teaching them how to do that. And then once once they do that, the men they just they're able to support their women better. I mean, it's just phenomenal what's been happening and the men that have been showing up. So that's one thing. The work that I do with women is really empowering women to totally and fully step into their self sustainability and set up their 
um, whatever businesses they're, that they're passionate about or whatever they're, whatever they're doing, really assisting women to set up into self-sustainability and stepping into their full creative potential. And so it's kind of like um, I, I love doing both because I love working with the men and it's just a natural thing. Um, and, and, and then, you know, grown men cry and that's just uh, a natural thing to see and it's, it's a wonderful experience. And then um, women really stepping into their full creative potential and feeling worthy and being empowered and being in command of their energy. So that's yeah, really presently right now the work I'm doing. And, you know, Connie, how, tell me how people can get a hold of you because we're running low on time here. I want to make sure that our listeners can find you if they need uh, help processing through these emotions. They can also find me on the um, Authentic You Media Network. There's a show called Expressing You that I do every Friday at 4 o'clock. And they can also find me at my website at Cornelia, K-O-R-N-E-L-I-A, Denzel, D-E-N-G-E-L.com. And there's my contact information there. But the most important thing, read the article on Emotions 101, print out the processing technique. It's free. And um, start your way on your journey on empowerment. Yay! And I have to tell you all listeners out there that that Cornelia has been instrumental in helping me throughout uh, various issues that have come up for me. She has been a real source uh, of healing and helping me see what my feelings were and helping me clear some of the wounds that um, you know I managed to grab onto throughout my life. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today, Cornelia, on my debut uh, episode. And I look forward to uh, listening to your show tomorrow, actually being on your show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where we're going to talk about relationships. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yay. Um, so just in closing here, I want to talk about next week. Uh, my Next week my guest will be Cleo Buffhew. She will be talking to us about soul talk technique which is a three-step process leading you through your life from birth to the present in order to heal and release and uh, grow and access true freedom. And i got to tell you, that's spoken like a true Sagittarian, which she is, and so we're looking forward to that. And I just want to thank you all for joining me today. A special thank you to my guest, Cornelia Dengel, and our producer here on Authentic You Radio, Michelle Arbeau. And to all of you who are open-minded enough to embark on your own spiritual journeys, don't forget to send your questions about astrology to dearastro at living-astrology.com. And your questions, general or personal, can go into that particular email. I will answer them ahead of time and then also choose them to be on the show on February 28th. And until next time... This is going to be my favorite saying. You guys have a stellar week. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.